Taylor, 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 let's catch up. Let's wow. catch up. Week three, another double header on Monday night. But most importantly, let's try and encapsulate week three in 10 minutes or less. Okay. This it's going to be tough, by the way, with our opening act. It's a great challenge. And especially for me, you know, getting things just, you know, shorter, tighter, let's go. All right. So, so that's fine. So instead so, of all too well, the 10 minute version, this is going to be let's catch up the 10 minute version. Can't wait. This is very exciting. All right. So Taylor, this is simple. All we want to do is boil week three down to yeah. the most important thing that happened in week three. Okay. There are many things that happened. Mm -hmm. There are many things that we think in this moment will matter a lot, but what you and I are going to do over the course of the next nine minutes and counting at this point is decide whether any of these things I throw your way are actually the most important thing that happened in week three, or if eh, it's kind of not going to matter that much in the end. Okay. So, okay. so let, let, let's start with something pretty obvious is the most important thing that, that happened in week three, Taylor Swift showing up at the chiefs game, cheering on Travis Kelsey, not to mention the Chiefs destroyed the Bears on their way to that ridiculous victory, so much that so the game had to be switched off of national television. But was that the most important thing that happened in all of week three? 100%. I mean, not only is Taylor Swift impacting the global, not even just the U.S. economy, but the global economy, but here she is trying to spike those NFL ratings, which she absolutely did. If you look at the stats, 18 to 45-year-old women, I think it was up 63%. Travis Kelsey went up over 350,000 Instagram followers, which by the way, is more than he went up the entire time of the playoffs and Super Bowl and post-Super Bowl. So this is what you call it. Right. None of it, none of it mattered as much. None of it mattered. It's all a uh, dot in what she can do. I mean, she pretty much broke the internet sitting with Donna Kelsey saying the LFG after his touchdown. I mean, you, if the NFL is scripted, I commend this writer. Well, I'm just going to say this much. Maybe I'm here was, for it. I'm going to say maybe it wasn't even the most important thing that happened involving a Kelsey and a Swift after Monday night, when I saw Deandre Swift running behind Jason Kelsey mm. again, as the Eagles rack up over 400 yards in the last two games running the ball. Now, you know yeah. I'm the last one to say that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, and we're still not willing to say that per se, mm -mm. but... Well, they made it one step closer with what the Cowboys did. Certainly that. Okay, so it was the most important thing that happened in week three, the Eagles going 3-0 and and running ball the way they did and sticking it to the Bucs. And, and by the way, a little bit of a, of a comeback story for Hertz, who remembers the pain of that playoff loss to Tom Brady and the Bucs just a couple of seasons ago. But I'll say it wasn't the most important thing. And you even mentioned maybe was the most important thing, something else that happened in the NFC East with that game that we're still scratching our heads about, the Cardinals beating the Cowboys. I mean, mm -hmm. let's just have that sink in for a second. Did anyone see that coming? Mm -hmm. Not at all. I mean, potentially. Not at all. Not at all. Potentially covering I will the spread. Say, yes. like the Arizona Cardinals, to give the Cardinals spread. a little bit of credit, they have kept it close in all of the games that they've lost. It's not like it's been big blowouts and the Cardinals are doing Cardinal-like things. It's been pretty close. But giving away the lead that they did against the Giants tells us the Cardinals are not nearly where they want to be. And we understand with Dobbs, yeah. no one's expecting much from them. Yeah. But I'm sorry, beating the Cowboys outright, kneeling on the ball at the end of the game against the Cowboys, like this is not some last second game. This is a game that essentially wire to wire, you just handled the Cowboys, picking off our yeah, guys. Yeah, if you had to, if you had to like 
pin it down like on the Cowboys and say like what were they doing wrong who what who is to blame in that game I would say I mean if anything look perhaps the loss of Diggs is one of those things that just kind of shakes a locker room yeah I mean that, that's one of those things where the Cowboys are on this meteoric rise leading up to that game though Sam a crazy stat is that the Cowboys defense had scored more defensive touchdowns than they'd allowed it First of all, again, the point differential being plus 60 the way it was heading into that game. I'm sorry. They were leading the de- – defensively, statistically, they were leading every category. And I was the one shouting from the rooftop that the Cowboys were the best team in the league heading yeah. into that game. Now, I'm still very willing to say that. I'm going to tell you why that is not the most important thing that happened in week three. And here is why. Because we still think the three best teams in the NFC are Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. and Niners. Yeah. And – Moving forward, Taylor, we know the Eagles and Cowboys are going to play twice. We know the Eagles have a rematch with the Niners from that NFC Championship Mm -hmm. game. And the Cowboys and Niners play in the regular season as well. So all of it's going to sort itself out. And the Cardinals game is really going to be a blip on the radar. And you can't can't make this excuse in the NFL. You can make this excuse in college and say they just kind of overlooked this team. I don't think that you can ever really do that, but it just it feels like it's going to go down as one of those like, oh, that's a fluky loss. They should have. How many teams go? Under, how many teams go undefeated through an entire season? Exactly. As many one ever. So it, it, it does happen. You lose. Games. I don't know what's worse though, that loss or the Broncos lost to the Dolphins. Okay. Fifty. Okay. Losing by fifty points. Okay, let's just say this much. There are a couple other things we could bring up, but I, I think I'm willing to say it right now. The most important thing that happened in week three. I mean, are we are we both willing to nod our heads on this? Oh, yeah. Is, is a 70 to 20 score. I think we all owe Tua an apology for us ever questioning whether or not he was. I, look, consider the opponent might be one thing. Although, let's be clear. The Broncos' defense was not yeah. the unit that was getting called out when everyone was worried about what was happening in Denver, right? Defensively, mm-hmm. in fact, most people were saying, how are, the, how are the Broncos losing so many games when they're only allowing 17 points, 20 points a game, and they're losing all these games? 7-0. First time in NFL history, scoring 70 points, and then also having 700 yards of offense. In the same game. 70 in points. same point game. I mean, it looks like a, when, you look, when you turn on the screen, you're like, wait, I'm sorry, is something wrong with my TV? Like, is this a basketball score? I'm watching most of that game. And of course, you know, again, 35, 42, even when it gets to 56, you're thinking, wow, this is ridiculous. But when you then glance over and actually- They just didn't let up either. Just, it was, you're exactly right. It was relentless. And the funny thing is Tyreek Hill really after the first quarter and a half was essentially like he was there, but it wasn't really about him. It's not, it's not as if, right? All of that happened early. You're right though. Tua and the Dolphins, like this is, it's one of those things where we're not going to be able to shake that. Right through the entire season. We know we're not going to see anyone score 70 points again, but we're just not going to be able to shake 70 to 20. And the reason it's the most important thing that happened, Taylor, is because of what you just said. It's not just about Tua, Tyreek, Mostert, the Dolphins in general. It's not just the Dolphins part. It's the team that led up the 70. For the Broncos, this is one of those things that you and I were not so convinced when Russell Wilson came over. I remember that. We, we immediately – when, when that happened, when Russell Wilson came to Denver, we both said, interesting, yes. but not necessarily like this division. But I thought that this team being coached by Sean Payton, who's one of the best coaches in the league, like you exactly. would have thought, okay. Yes, exactly the difference. That's he why. He could turn something out of nothing, and so far he has not been able to. You know what, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett – 
must be smiling somewhere to think, you know what, that 70 was not on me. So that is why it was the most important thing that happened in week three. And Taylor, we will let someone else off the hook for not being the most important thing that happened in week three because Justin Tucker missing oh, a yard field goal. So uncharacteristic, but that it game, felt- that entire game was uncharacteristic. I don't know what was going on. There was a lot of missed, there was a missed face mask on Zay Flowers, which was egregious considering he was one that was carrying the ball. Um, there was pass a missed holding pass call. Interference, pass interference on the fourth down, really, to end the pass game. Pass interference, yeah. That, that was ridiculous. And then the issue with Zay calling the fair catch, but the clock not being adjusted because they hadn't run the two-minute warning yet. So we were, they had told him to, you know, take the ball and do a fair catch, which then ended up leading it into overtime because, I mean, it really did mess up the end of the game. Uh, I don't know. There was just a lot of bad things about that game. But isn't it funny when you see Justin Tucker line up for a kick, and you don't you even see, think about it. When, especially when you see that the ball is on track. In other words, the ball was clearly not wide yeah. one way or the other, right? So you're just assuming distance. When you hit a 68-yard field goal, which of course he's done, you're not ever thinking about distance. And so when that ball looks dead in the middle, you're thinking, okay, game over. It's, it's there. And then it falls short. But I'll say this much. And so I'm not letting the Ravens off the hook, but they were without seven starters for that game. Seven. Taylor, one other thing. Week three, last season, Chiefs lost to the Colts by three points. Wow. Okay. So, fun fact. I didn't so, realize that. Very fun fact three point loss to the Colts, which again was an underwhelming Colts team as well. Mm-hmm. And certainly things turned out just fine for the Chiefs over the course of that season. So, again, not the most important thing. We will give it. We will see. The most it. important thing will be for the Ravens is getting those players that are out healthy yes. back again come November, come December, because they are in one of the best divisions. As we've seen, the Steelers played well last night. That defense is scary. Anything, Any team that is and being coached by Mike Tomlin, especially with a receiver like Pickens, I mean, you don't even need Pickett to do much to get to Pickens, and once he's he's explosive. And we haven't even mentioned it in the Bengals. The Bengals seemingly the Bengals. back on track. Again, 0-2 last season. Look where they ended up in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. Certainly impressive on Monday night against the Rams. Got Jamar Chase involved. Burrow certainly looked a lot healthier. And then the Browns. Well, Browns look good. And the Browns to bounce back after losing Chubb and after Deshaun had the questionable game in week two, now looking like maybe they're figuring something out, found something in Ford. All right, Taylor, we are well over 10 minutes. We said it. Ah. 10 minutes. That was it. But let's catch up. 10 minute version, game. just like Taylor Swift's all too well 10 minute version. Look at us. I think hers is really like 1045 too. 